pops on, singing to that highway song. Got a little night smile, the kind that drives you wild. Nothing like playing with fire, brings boy to life. Be with the fuse you light, you your dynamite. Made my day when you walked into town beside me, whispered with your eyes, let's go. You made me say you was your name, girl, you're lonely. Can I call you if I ever go down this road? And I can't seem to find the thing I want. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this Saturday morning, June the 3rd, 2023. Today's show was brought to you by Yeti Coolers and YetiCoolers.com. Uh, go to our, our personalized link. will be up in the show's notes and get yourself a Yeti Cooler. Yeti Coolers are built for the wild. They got all sorts of drinkware and everything else that most of you people have already. But Yeti Coolers, uh, happy to have them along for the ride here at 1420 World Headquarters. Thank you for making this part of your weekend here at 1420 in the morning. And as always, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for some great articles all sports that are out there and other podcasts that are all podcasts under the sun for every sport you could possibly think of car racing horse racing to uh, college sports to nhl and i guess that's going again tonight hey kind of a, a forgotten entity the stanley cup playoffs forgot they were even happening they've been off for so bloody long kind of lost a lot of interest and that's why we'll be talking about the major league baseball season to date so far the season's just over a third of the uh, third of the year uh, uh, done so i thought i would go over the uh top three surprising teams top three disappointing teams and no none of these will include the new york yankees whatsoever who they tend to uh disappoint me on a year in year out base it seems that as of late, they haven't been playing that well, but we won't talk about the Yankees. I promise you that they, they won't be brought up a whole bunch during this show, but we'll get into the disappointing teams. We won't talk about the Oakland days because everybody knew they were going to be a, an absolute wreck this year. We won't talk about the Kansas City Royals because we knew they were going to be a wreck this year. And speaking of the Oakland days, apparently their uh, relocation to um, to Las Vegas has hit a bit of a snag. The people of Las Vegas are kind of pushing back a little bit and saying, why are we paying for this? Why are we uh, having to do this? Well, we don't really need to do this. That's, there's not much of a return of investment and there's not a whole bunch of uh, jobs full-time jobs that would be included in this so that Oakland A's owners might have himself a, a bit of a snafu coming for or going forward with that relocation that they had planned to go to uh, Las Vegas don't don't quote me on it though but I just things that I've read things that I've heard things that I've uh, talked to other people about the, the the Oakland relocation thing might not be happening uh there's some the government some red tape that has to be uh has to be crossed and it might not happen so uh the las vegas a's might not be a thing as everybody had ta- talked about but anyways we'll talk about the three most disappointing teams uh, the, Ma- the major league baseball season two dates so far uh disappointing teams uh, uh, up and down the lineup but i'm gonna go number three for me is the st louis cardinals currently 25 and 33 in the national league central five and a half games out which isn't an insurmountable lead by any means but that's a division that they probably had they thought they would have had locked up and the cardinal way oh year in year out is the uh the right way to 
to do things. They, they, they rarely have an off year in St. Louis and things tend to go pretty well, but they have not been playing very well. If anybody was, would have said at the one third mark, they would be behind the Pirates and the Cubs and the, well, the Brewers are pretty good, but the Pirates and the Cubs, you wouldn't think that that would happen. It's nice to see uh, the, the Pirates do having a, a, a good season. They're playing above their heads a little bit. And it's nice to see a guy like Andrew McCutcheon getting to play some meaningful games with, with the team that he started with and playing, playing very well with. He's going for 2,000 hits. Andrew McCutcheon's one of the really good guys in baseball. And it's good to see a guy like that uh, be able to go home a little bit and, and have some, have some success. Uh, having that, but back, back to the, um, Back to the Cardinals. Uh, they haven't been clicking so far this season. Nolan Arenado uh, probably going to the, the Hall of Fame career kind of going. Uh, he just had, didn't get it going early. It has been been quite bad, actually. He didn't have a, a good start to the season, picking things up a little bit. But then you go to, to their starting pitching. Uh, Jordan Mont- Montgomery, Gumby, as they, he was called with the, the New York Yankees. I'm going to get my Yankees licks in there no matter what. But uh, Montgomery has been bloody awful since coming over to the Cardinals in the Harrison Bader trade. Bader, who's always hurt with the Yankees. So the trade has kind of just been a wash for both teams really when it comes down to it. But having a guy out there who hasn't been good and Steven Matz be, being, being out there, he's been terrible as well. So you're, you're, you're trolling five, two guys out there every five or six days that just have not been successful. It's a recipe for disaster and it has been so far for the St. Louis Cardinals. Will it? Will they stick around that way? I doubt it. There's just too much talent on that team. But the passing of the torch, getting a like Pujols retiring, Molina retiring, it hasn't went very well for the St. Louis Cardinals. And they've been a disappointment to, through and through and haven't been able to get out of their their, uh, their own way to get this season going. I, I don't know if the Brewers can hold them off. I know that the Cubs won't hold them off and uh, and the like, but uh, you can't see the Pittsburgh Pirates playing the game of baseball the way they have. But you gotta think the Cardinals are going to maybe bounce back a little bit, but the, that division is everybody's just beating everybody, so you don't know what they're going to do uh, in that division. Whether the Cardinals will come back and make a run of things is, uh, is kind of a mystery to me and to everybody else. Number two most disappointing team for me is the San Diego Padres, the free wheeling, heavy spending. I don't know where they get their money from. One of the smaller TV markets who actually lost their TV deal. The Bally Sports thing just the other day went to went belly up for them. Belly up sports. Maybe we should buy them and, and look at what's going on there and get the media network going there. But uh, things went sideways for for, for Bally's uh, in San Diego. So now they're, they're on MLB network. So now people in the in the uh, community can see can they, they can get the games on, on streaming services in San Diego, but they raise the price of MLB. Da, 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 da. It's a a whole bunch of crap that I don't want to get get involved here on a Saturday morning. But the, the thing about the San Diego Padres, good thing that they have the lowly Colorado Rockies in their division, or they would be in last place in the National League West. The team that was that was in the World or the National League Championship Series last year, you have a team that's uh, uh, loaded with loaded with talent, loaded with power, spends money freely there. Remember, they're in the Aaron Judge sweepstakes last summer. At the last second, they put in a, a hefty bid to pick up Aaron Judge from the New York Yankees. I'm always going to get the Yankees licks in there, I guess, no matter what. But they. Uh, uh, they just don't got it. They're eight and a half games out right now. Machado's missed some time going forward. He's back back playing a little bit. You got to think that they might get a little bit better, but a team that has a Xander Bogart, a Juan Soto, a Fernando Tatis Jr. on that team, you think that there'd just be enough talent day in, day out to maybe uh, get a couple of wins here and there and, and do some damage, but they haven't been able to do so. Um, their ace, Joe Musgrove, he was out to start the season. He's pitching a little bit better now, but he hasn't gotten back to form completely. Uh, it's really odd that you have you Darvish, who's been lights out all, all throughout his career, really. He hasn't, he's, he's struggled. And uh, perennial nozzle of the year candidate, Blake Snell. There's something about that guy I just don't like. There were some comments he made uh, a few years ago 
ago about getting paid and the way he spoke and everything else. It really was kind of off-putting. I'm not a big Blake Snell fan, and I'm kind of happy to see him failing a little bit. He hasn't been good at all, and I'm quite happy to to see that uh, that they're struggling there in San Diego and just throwing money at things doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't always solve a problem. I'm not going to say it's his fault, but I'm pretty sure it is his fault. The the clubhouse might be in a state of disarray. This is complete 1420 uh, uh, speculation, but that team was rolling last year when they got when uh, Tatis Jr. got suspended for PED use, and they uh, went like I said, they went to NLCS. They made a run last year. Were fun to watch, and there was no Tatis Jr. in the, that locker room. And now having him back, that might be the reason. I'm not actually going to say might. I'll throw a, a scolding hot take out there. The reason why the San Diego Padres are losing, I think that that Tatis Jr. is a uh, a bit of a cancer in that locker room, and things don't roll as well with him in the lineup as it did when he was out of the lineup. Whether that's true or not, who knows? But it's one of those things. Uh, look to see that this is another screaming hot take. Because the uh, the Padres don't mind spending money a little bit, look for Marcus Stroman to end up there. If they can put a few wins together and kind of get into a wild card race that in, in the National League, you might see Marcus Stroman go there because Stroman's uh, got a... Uh, a, a opt-out clause at the end of this season. The Cubs won't be able to sign him because he's having one hell of a season for the Cubs. I think he two hit or one hit the the Rays earlier on this week, Tampa Rays. So look for Stroman to get moved. And San Diego doesn't mind spending money. Look for Stroman to end up with the San Diego Padres, whether it be this year uh, to, to finish the season off, if they can get on a roll, or at, in the in the offseason. Stroman will end up there because the Cubs won't pay for him because he's going to get overpaid because there'll be some idiotic owner out there that'll see him as a, as a $35, $40 million pitcher because that's what these guys get nowadays. So look for Stroman to end up with the San Diego Padres. Mark that one down in the uh, in the in the uh, in the archives, kids, because that one's going to come to fruition. That's my thoughts. And as I said yesterday, the most disappointing team in Major League Baseball right now for me is the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, one win away from winning themselves, two wins away from winning themselves a World Series last year. Went to six games with the Houston Astros. Are just having an atrocious season. They're now in last place or tied for last place with a, a team that was projected to lose over 100 games in the Washington Nationals. They lost the Nationals last night, Friday night, and it's just not going good for them in Philly's land, in Philadelphia. And the Philly faithful must be uh, up in arms a little bit. The addition of Trey Turner at shortstop has not been the answer for them at all. He's been awful. Kyle Schwarber can't hit his weight. He's hitting, and it's only 229, right? So if you can't hit 229, you're in trouble. Strikes out a lot. The team just isn't doing anything. A pitching staff is not giving the uh, the team any length at all. A closer who's well past his prime in, in uh, Craig dangle arm Kimbrel. I hate that guy since he was a Red Sox. That dangle arm move makes me crazy. Uh, just haven't put it together. Could, can they go on a magical run like they did last year after they fired Joe Girardi? Another Yankee. See, they always come in there, right, right kids? Uh, once can, can they make another magical run like they had last year? Uh, this time last year when they, they decided to change things up there and go with Rob Thompson as the bench boss? Who knows? But you got to think that uh, things can't get much worse. So uh, you, you got to look ahead. Maybe they'll get some wins. Harper's back. But can they do it? And can they get things going? Is uh, will be a mystery. And we'll be interested to see what, what happens in Philadelphia with that team move, moving forward. It's crazy to think that a team who made some big moves and, and spent some big money just can't get out of their own way and can't win ball games at this at this uh, at this uh, this this uh, part part of the season. It's unbelievable to think that they they thought they had a World Series team and adding Turner in there, and they just can't get it going. And they're they're, they're tied for last place with a team that that was a total like I said to lose a hundred games in the Washington Nationals. Anyways, let's get to teams that are a bit, a bit of a surprise. I'm not talking Tampa because Tampa is always right there. They always find a way to be in that division. I don't know how they do it year in year out. How they they their analytics guys find the pitching that they have. Maybe. 
that's what it is. They, they pitch and they don't strike out. What a weird thing. What a weird concept that that, uh, that, that works for, for a major league baseball team to not strike out a bunch. We'll get to that in half a second too. But you, uh, you look at teams like the Arizona Diamondbacks right now, number three most surprising team in baseball for me, 35 and 23, tied for National League uh, lead, National League West lead with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, second best home rep record in the major leagues at 20 and 12 at uh, Chase Field. Great bit place to watch a ball game if you ever guys get to go. I know it's an indoor facility and everything else, but I've been there a few times. A great chip place to watch a ball game. The air conditioning's always on. It's always about 72 degrees or something in there, so it's always quite comfortable to watch a game there. Um, they've taken advantage of the new rules quite tough for when it comes to base hitting a lot there. I think they're, they're third or fourth right now in stolen bases, so they've taken advantage of that. And you know what? Here's an, an odd fact and an odd stat. I know we're at the 1420 World Headquarters. We're not stats nerds here by any means, but they don't strike out. They're third in uh, the least strikeouts in the big leagues, and what a novel concept. When you don't strike out, and it's not an all-or-nothing approach, you put ball to bat, put the ball in play, single them to death, get on base, higher batting average, you win baseball games. It's an odd, odd thing that I don't know why – more teams don't understand that. I'm being a bit facetious here, obviously, but it's one of those things I will never understand that teams do not to just it refuse to go the all or nothing uh, route. They just don't understand that putting ball to bat matters. Putting the ball in play matters. Singles matter. Home runs, yes, they're nice, but you know what? Sometimes they're rally killers as well. Uh, you get guys on base, you wear some pitchers out, you put the ball to bat, you make guys throw a little bit, and then that's just how it works. The old money ball way of thinking, although that only worked because of the pitching staff that they had there in Oakland in 2001 or 2002, whenever that was uh, that was saying Mulder, Zito, and, uh, and Hudson was the reason why that, that happened. But anyways, you, you look at uh, not not and not Scott Hatterberg. That wasn't the reason. It wasn't fucking Scott Hatterberg. First swear word at eleven forty four this morning. That's not too bad here at fourteen twenty in the morning. But you you think that these uh, these teams would figure this out? You know they don't they don't have a roster that's full of guys who are are household names. The addition of Lord Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is having himself a great season from from the from the Blue Jays that he came over there in that trade last during the off season. Uh, he's having himself a great year. He's hitting over three hundred, which is a great thing to have on your team. And having a guy like Evan Longoria in your locker room, although he's only getting spot duty here and they're not playing a whole bunch, but having a guy in, in your locker room, uh, it can't hurt at all having a guy with some winning experience, winning pedigree, and uh, a long-term veteran on a, on a team full of uh, um first and second year players it can't hurt having a guy like Evan Longoria in your locker room to say hey this is how you win this is what we got to do to be a professional and everything else can they keep it up doubtful uh, can they can they keep up with the uh are they making things interesting in the National League West? Yeah, and throughout baseball, because now, now you got to think like the, there's some wild card spots that might be closing up a little bit. And if you have a team that's uh, in a wild card spot right now, and they can just go 500 from here on out, here on out, they probably have a wild card spot sewn up. So there's some teams they're going to have to scramble, go, get on, get on serious heaters to overtake the Arizona Diamondbacks. So you never know what could happen if they finish over 500. You got a, a definite shot of getting to yourself to a playoff uh, matchup, and you never know what can happen in that first round, that best of three first round. That it is now that can be uh, quite dangerous uh, as the Toronto Blue Jays found out last year against the Seattle Mariners. Uh, the number two most surprising team for me, uh, they've been trying to do something there for a long time. This team hasn't been really uh, that successful over the, the years, but it's the uh, 36 and 20 te uh, Texas Rangers, first American League East or, or American, League, uh, American League West, sorry. They've had a, a great season so far. They were down in Arlington. Uh, they Everybody always gives that division, the American League West, to the Houston Astros. Those no good, dirty, rotten world champions champion Houston Astros but they're giving the, the Astros all they can they can handle in the American League West right now they've been uh 
Nate Evaldi somehow has found that fountain of youth again. I don't know how he does it year in, year out. Maybe it's the four or five Tommy John surgeries he's had over the years. He's been uh, he's been fantastic for them. Every start, getting some length, striking out lots. I think he's 7-2 and two is his record right now, which is not – I know wins and losses don't matter much in the um, for starting pitchers anymore because – starters just burn up innings is what their role is now and, and get a lot of strikeouts as he's been doing. Uh, Jacob DeGrom's been great since he, he's gotten back his last two starts. He spent some time, of course, DeGrom spends time on the IL year in, year out, but their pitching staff has been fantastic to a man. They have been pitching very well. And the th- another thing, here's another crazy stat. The Texas Rangers have the highest batting average, team batting average in the American League. What a weird concept. You have a high batting average, and people say the nerds, the analytics guys say batting average doesn't matter. But you know what? The Texas Rangers find themselves in first place in the American League West because what? They get on base, they put bat to ball, and, and they have a high batting average. So these guys who say strikeouts don't matter and high batting averages don't matter, they're 100% wrong. They are wrong, wrong, wrong. I can, cannot stress that enough, how strikeouts are, are, are awful for a baseball team and low batting averages are awful for a baseball team. And if you have a high batting average and you don't strike out much, you're going to have more success because you know what you're going to do? You're going to score more runs. And the whole concept of the game of baseball is to score more runs than the other team. The Texas Rangers went out and added veteran managers. Well, this this uh, this past off season, Bruce Bochy with his three World Championships with the San Francisco Giants, uh, and that that can't hurt your ball club either. Getting that winning pedigree in your locker room, changing the culture a little bit, and having a guy, an old vet in there. Uh, you know, managers don't make a big difference. I don't think a lot of times, but having a guy like Bochy in there who who knows how to win, knows how to push some buttons, maybe get some guys going. Like Corey Seager's hitting three hundred plus this year. He had a rough year last year, and he's been fantastic for the Rangers. So you got to think that that's uh, putting Bochi in there, the old grizzled vet, probably smoking three darts a day, uh, an inning in there. I, I made it up. I don't know if the guy smokes. I don't think anybody smokes that much anymore. But uh, uh, you got to think having Bochi in there uh, in the in, in the dugout on a night nightly basis hasn't hurt the Texas Rangers. There's my number two most surprising team in baseball, and number one uh, friend of the show, Aaron Riley's of the Brulion Sports Podcast. The Baltimore Orioles at 36 and 21, only three and a half back right now of the Tampa Bay Rays, the aforementioned Tampa Bay Rays, who, um, Man, if you, if you got to think, if Tampa didn't get off that roaring start, you'd be talking about the first place Baltimore Orioles. They've been unbelievable all season long. Uh, they still spend no money. They have, they have nothing going on. Their starting pitching has been okay, but that team is full of grit and determination. They they have 19 comeback wins so far this season. They've been unbelievable, and they, they have a closer like Felix Bautista, who's Mariano Esco out there, and he, he comes into games, and it's just like this, this one's over. He's throwing 101 miles an hour plus sometimes to end the ball game you have a guy coming in out of the bullpen and teams if you don't have a starter Yankees if you don't or if you don't have a closer sorry Yankees if you don't have a guy like like Bautista coming out of the pen you don't have a, a, a hope in hell of winning ball games and being able to hold leads like that like I said when they have 19 comeback wins and they get ahead in the ball game get ahead late and they put a guy in like Bautista to, to close her up that's what you got to have on, on, on a night night in night out basis. The emergence of Adley Adley Rushman and uh, Ryan Mount, Mount, Mount Castle hitting the ball a little bit better over over the, this season can't hurt at all. They got said Gunnar Henderson hit a big home run last night. They they got a good ball ball club there in, in Baltimore, and you got to think maybe they'll have an addition of an, of an arm maybe if they want to go and spend some money and get some starting pitching at the trade deadline. Uh, maybe a, a guy on a on a on a on a bridge deal of some kind just to, to uh, guys are dumping guys because they have some prospects down the minor 
minor leagues as well that they might be able to to flip and, and go go and get something. Are they a World Series contender? I don't know, but you never know. Like if you if you, if you, you can't win the World Series, if you're not in the playoffs. If they can make a run and get get there, win a few games here and there, and they're another team right now. You got to think if they go 500 from here on in, they're probably in the playoffs. Right, it's just math. It's just how math works. You have, if you have more wins than the other teams, you get in. It's it's really quite simple. If you don't strike out a bunch, you score more runs, and you hit the ball well, you you you, you win baseball games. It's a novel concept to to baseball fans and the analytics people. I know it's it's odd that it works out that way, but that's how it is. Anyways, that's how it is. I, I like to see how they're going to do. I hope for Aaron's sake, a Bruliana Sports podcast, that Aaron Hicks isn't a, a detriment to them too much when he uh, get, comes off another sore leg or cramp leg or whatever Hicks has got since getting released. He got two hits, I think, for the uh, the Orioles, his first start there with the, in Baltimore since getting uh, told thanks by C by the Yankees about a week week ago. But uh, I hope there isn't a Hicks curse to the Baltimore Orioles because you like to see that franchise doing well and make the uh, the National or the American League East even tougher than it already is with the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, who are actually playing some pretty good baseball, and the, the Tampa Bay Rays. So the American League East is a beast for sure, like, like it used to be. Anyways, uh, that's my uh, top three, bottom three or biggest three disappointments and biggest three surprises of the Major League Baseball season to date so far. I uh, hope you guys uh, like and share. Uh, make sure you guys go to uh, righteousfelon.com as well and get their uh, all their craft beef jerky. Go to righteousfelon.com and use promo code BELLYUP at righteousfelon.com and get 15% off of their uh, craft jerky. Uh, Righteous Felon is the official jerky supplier of Belly Up Sports. Anyways, on this day, where are we here? Uh, Too many pages. On this day in. Really blowing this one here, aren't I? Yeah, I got her. On this day in. 1995, Pedro Martinez of the Montreal Expos uh, had a perfect game broken up in the 10th inning as uh, the game against the San Diego Padres. Uh, Left fielder. Hit a, I can't remember his name. What? what, Biff Roberts. Left fielder Biff Roberts hit a lead off double in the bottom half of the inning. Martinez struck out nine in his nine perfect innings before giving way to Mel Rojas to get the final three outs of the game. Joey Hamilton of the uh, Padres wasn't too bad himself. Uh, He gave up three hits in his nine innings of work. Uh, Jeff Treadway of the Expos hit a two-out RBI in the top of the 10th in front of a whopping 9,707 fans at Jack Murphy Stadium in San Diego that night in 1995. Imagine giving up a perfect game in the 10th inning, man. Like they, they wouldn't even let guys go that go there anymore. They would say, yeah, we're going to save you for the rest of the season. But Martinez, he was a horse back in the day. Uh, and happy what do we got here? Happy 48th birthday to Jose Molina, one of the dancing Molina brothers of uh, the catcher's fame, born on this day in 1975 in Bauman, Puerto Rico. Jose, the middle of three brothers to catch in the major leagues, along with older brother uh, Benji and younger brother Yadier, drafted 14th round to the Cubs in the 1993 draft and is a two-time World Series champion with the 02 Angels and the 09 New York Yankees, 15-year career with the Chicago Cubs. Anaheim Angels, New York Yankees, Toronto Blue Jays, and the Tampa Bay Rays. 39 home runs and 223 RBIs and a 233 batting average in his 15. 15- 
15-year career, one of the dancing Molina brothers. Every time you turn the TV on, there was a Molina catching somewhere. That's this day in baseball history. Thank you very much for joining us here on 1420 in the morning. For those who joined us live on YouTube or Facebook Live, we thank you very much for tuning in. For those who listen to the podcast version of it later on, once I get it up there, thank you very much as well for doing that. Thanks for everybody who supports the show. And make sure you go to Yeti uh, Coolers. There's the link up there for people who are watching. I'll have it up in the show description as well. And get yourself a Yeti Cooler to keep those adult beverages cool all summer long anyways that's it for today's show i'm not sure i won't be on tomorrow but we're back monday morning for our regular uh 14 20 in the morning and dave and i are back monday night for four, to the regular 14 20 the og i guess and we'll be discussing be discussing probably the start of the stanley cup playoffs and whatever else comes to our mind throughout the week and anyways have a good weekend folks we will talk to you guys on monday and remember it doesn't matter it's who you're with have yourselves a great day and we'll talk to you monday Just listen to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.